Welcome to the Late Night Race Review. Max Verstappen gets a pat on the bum as Lando Norris picks up P2 for fun. Our Alfa Romeo completely done and Fernando Alonso will not be outrun. It's the Brazilian GP. We wrap it up with a look at our fantasy league and our predictions game, as always. Don't forget to support the podcast by hitting those like, follow and subscribe buttons. Welcome back to the Late Night Race Review. I'm Owen Scott and with me as always is Dave Jericho and the Spanish smoke show Isidro Consalves. On a weekend that saw Ocon uncharacteristically blaming someone else for his mistakes, um, a formation lap crash, a turn one crash, an Alfa Romeo generally being shite and an amazing photo finish to the race for P3. It was a belter of a race weekend, Dave, wasn't it? Yeah, I was waiting for you to say that we were at the, the German Grand Prix or something. <laughs> uh yeah it was, the whole weekend was great i i loved the sprint race i loved the 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 feature race or the grand prix uh yeah i loved it, it was great isidro what were you thinking i think it was a great race especially the the fight for the third place up to the mm-hmm. end between Perez and alonso i think that was excellent yeah it was fantastic to see wasn't it um are we generally now in favor of the sprint weekend is this something that we want to see staying around or are we one of the uh, naysayers um, who wants it to go away? I don't know. Yeah, I'm still on the fence. I like. I mean, it's hard to say get rid of it when you have kind of races like um, like we had there on uh, Saturday. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm still on the fence because there's still a lot of shit races and so, sort of races where you see kind of teams that are more concerned about you know not damaging their car and then you've got other issues where kind of teams are coming out saying well they don't get enough setup time and that's what Leclerc and uh, uh, Lewis's uh, what was it that their excuses were wasn't it mm-hmm. due to the floor issue and stuff like that so I I don't know um yeah I I, I suppose yeah I suppose if I'm going to my head yeah keep them yeah keep them yeah what but wait, you only keep I, oh. I think only three a season sorry I don't think uh, they shouldn't be. Don't expand it too much. Uh, just three a season. Okay, Cedro, what do you think? Uh, it's still the same with Dave. I'm still on the fence. I think in a way it's good that you have more races, but in another for another point of view, the teams don't have enough time to prepare the cars, and also uh, the sprint race kind of dictates what they are planning for the next day. So kind of the surprise is ruined because we know what will happen. Mm. Well, yeah, I think this weekend it, obviously being an exception to the rule. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into the actual race itself, did anyone actually see the, the grandstand roof collapsing? This was oh, on no, I mean that was on qualifying. the that was on the Saturday or the Friday or something. No, the Friday, qualifying, I wasn't it? Yeah, qualifying. Um, no, I missed that. Yeah, there's there's a hell of a lot of damage, and they were lucky. I don't think anyone was was injured in the in the um, when it collapsed, but yeah, it's unbelievable damage. Look up the uh, the images of it. Did you ever see that uh, video online of uh, that they're at a restaurant and there's like an outdoor marquee and a storm blows in, mm-hmm. and for some reason the staff all come out to try and hold down the marquee, and the marquee takes off, and one of the staff guys decides not to let go of it and goes off with the marquee. <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine that in Brazil. Like, Absol- absolutely beautiful. Um, we could probably start with the with the qualifying then. Unprecedented scenes there in, in Brazil where everything just seemed to change uh, in a split second. It went from, from day to, to night, Dave. Yeah, I'll be honest. You're going to have to go for Isidro on this one. I missed most of the qualifying. <laughs> I had to come back and I had to come back and catch up. And then I just kind of caught the news. I don't even know where I was that I missed the thing, <laughs> that I missed the qualifying. <laughs> You're trying to retrace your steps now. Where was yeah, I? Exactly. My yeah. Alzheimer's kicking in. Isidro, did you see the qualifying? Yeah. And it was Alonso that said right at the end, it's night because that's yeah. how dark it got. And I think for Aston Martin, that cloud arrive at the right time because mm. that's that was the best weekend for them yeah. since days uh since the beginning of the season yeah and i think Leclerc, uh, uh, w- w- i don't know he was happy with the p2 but i don't know if uh if that if that didn't happen for the rest of the weekend because they were quite strong mm. on the free practice they 
both Ferraris were very good, and I was expecting better things from him. Yeah, Dave. But I, I, I know. Well, I did hear like that. That's kind of Ferraris were the only team really to show. Was it? Wasn't it the Ferraris that were the only team really to show their hand during the free practice? Um, and they were saying that um, kind of the rest of the teams didn't really kind of uh, yeah yeah didn't show their hand. Like so, I, I think yeah, it was a bit maybe a little bit of a uh, false flag there that Ferrari were were. Uh, Maybe stronger than they than they uh, they appeared to be in free practice. Yeah, you'll always look great when all the other teams are are purposely going slow. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if that McLeod brought luck to Aston Martin, it was not as lucky as the McLarens because they didn't have enough time to go back to the track. Mm-hmm. But then again, today it showed a different story for McLaren. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's jump into the the sprint race. Then there was a, a particular incident I wanted to jump on on top of really quickly. It was the Akon Alonso crash. Now, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Jesus. Yeah, where where do we stand? I guess uh, Dave, we'll start with you. Where do you stand? Was it Akon or was it Alonso or was it both? Uh, there was a bit of both, but largely I'd lay lay the blame at Akon. Um, I do think uh, Alonso sort of pulled in a little bit, um, not as severe as that would have caused an accident. But I think what happened was Ocon was coming up. He saw Alonso on the outside. He thought, grand, he's pulled over out of the way. And I think just at the the, the initial reaction when he saw possibly that Aston Martin just pull, he kind of had a bit of a snap on the steering wheel and that just kind of lost him a, a bit of control and he went into the Aston Martin. So I think it was just largely that maneuver from Alonso just broke his con. I don't think he was expecting it and he just got a bit of a, you know, there was a bit of a a, a, a reaction, uh, you know, a, an instinctive reaction that just led to, to that crash. So I think, yeah, it was a bit of both, but I think Ocon should have been able to hold that. Mm. And Alcon's reaction afterwards was to basically say, uh, "I'm not to blame at all. It was all Alonso." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, who's going to blame themselves? So French. Um, Isidro, what do you think of the incident? I'd like to imagine that when Alcon arrived to the Alpine pit, they just said, "Let's look at the tapes, shall we?" <laughs> <laughs> because I think there's no doubt Alcon. If anything, I'll say it's ninety ten. Mm. Ocon definitely is the the main culprit there. Yeah, agreed. I, I I feel like Ocon was coming up behind Alonso, just kind of thinking, gritting his teeth, going, "I I hate this guy. I fucking hate this guy." <laughs> and then he was just watching him too close. I think was was the problem. Um, and yeah, coming into the sprint race, obviously we we had the hope that Lando Norris possibly was going to get some sort of a first win in in, in McLaren, but uh, yet again. It was with ease that Max Verstappen just breezed by him, Dave, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, but it was still nice to see him get the pole position. I know it's only mm. the, the the sprint, but it was still nice. Uh, and he got second. And I think if, as much as he kind of was, he, he kind of came across that he was a bit disappointed. He said it wasn't the win. Like I think if he looks back at it, he'll kind of go, "Do you know what? He, even if if we got second place." For the next two races, including obviously uh, Brazil being three races, then I think uh, that is a damn good end to the season and puts them in in shape for next year. So I think he just kind of yeah, I wouldn't be too disappointed with that. Not would not getting the win. I mean, you're you are literally starting to maybe put a little bit of pressure on those Red Bulls. Not enough maybe that they're uh, sweating too much, but putting mm-hmm. a bit of pressure on them. I don't. I don't think they're going to be worried somehow. Uh, Isidro, uh, what what do you think? Is there ever a hope of uh, anyone else getting a win uh, at the moment, or is, should we just forget about it? Two's the best chance. Yeah, oh, I think Red Bull has everything covered. Even today, we could see that as soon as Norris was side by side with Max, Max just decided, "Well, you had enough today," and that was the end of it. Uh, after a few laps, two, three, four, five seconds, and that was it. But mm. next season, the way that we are seeing things, I think McLaren will definitely be a stronger team. Yeah, good signs of life there. And signs of life from uh, from Sergio Perez for the first time in a while. 
uh, over over this weekend. Good to see him back again. Let's let's get into the the race itself. Uh, we'll start at the top. We'll start with Max. Uh, I mean, he was cool and breezy really the whole way through the race. He kind of he again eased his way uh, into first, and then it was just tire management mode really after corner three. I think really was it, Dave? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Pretty much. Mm. Uh, even when it looked like Nor Norris was catching up with him, you were kind of like. Is he really, or is he like even when I think when um, when Norris came in at the, the the final stint when he came in for the soft tires and he was like twelve seconds behind and he was the the, the commentators were fucking losing their shit because he'd after catching Max by like two and a half seconds on one lap or something like that hmm. and you're like he's so he's he's ten seconds at that stage he was ten seconds out in the lead and you just knew he was like. Everyone else is having overheating issues. Everyone else is having trouble with the car. There was probably a bit of lifting and coasting, a bit of cooling. There was, he was just, yeah, managing the car, managing his race. Um, I think he knows if he needed to, he could have ramped up that engine a little bit further to, to give him a little bit more power, but they didn't need it. That's not to say that, you know, um, to take anything away from McLaren, though, I still do think they're, they're starting. I, I, they must be worrying Red Bull. They must. Red Bull must be looking at kind of going. Okay, these guys are developing fast. We need to make sure they don't catch us. Mm. And at the, at the moment, it looks like they are because previous races, up until maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Red Bull were so much further ahead than everyone else. But now you see those those times coming down and down and down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Isidro. There's not much really else to talk about with with Max Verstappen. Let's have a look at at Sergio Perez. What did you think of him this weekend? Is is he back? I think he's back. I think today we were able to see the Perez that we missed since well, what since the sixth race of this season. Mm -hmm. And today I, I think he he was showing that Red Bull should keep him for another season at least. Oh. Oh, turncoat, typical Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets second place. He deserves to stay there. There's no options really at the moment. Okay, Dave, I think you've got a different opinion there for the look on your face. Yeah, Give it to me. One race, he's had a shit season. <laughs> like, I mean, fuck's sake, this is like the Nick DeFreeze thing. Like, he just turns up and does one good race. Suddenly, we're giving him a Formula One drive. Like, yeah. he's had one. Like, he's been shit, like, you know. Um, and, okay, quite okay. he had a good weekend. <clears throat> At the end of the day, though, let, let, let's put it this way. He finished fourth in that Red Bull, right? By um, 0.052, I think. Yeah, okay, okay. We, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to the dramatic <laughs> end. Let's not, let's not give away the farm just yet. <laughs> um, but, like... He had a good weekend, finished fourth. Um, my question would be, now we all know how amazing Alonso is at keeping a car behind him when he needs mm -hmm. to. That Aston Martin, this is their first race sort of back to having performance. And again, we'll talk about Aston Martin a little bit later on. But yeah. um, does anybody think, like if I, if I went through a couple of drivers, if you put them in that Red Bull, like, or, like let's go through them. Like, would Verstappen have got past Alonso? I'd say in the 20 laps that Perez was behind Alonso or, or thereabouts at, at close distance, Verstappen would have done it. Would Lando Norris have got past Alonso if he was in a Red Bull? I yes. think so. Would Lewis Hamilton have done it? I think so. Like, I mean, I could go through a few more drivers and I think my answer is going to be probably yes on a lot of them. Um, and I noticed when we went on board with, um, with uh, Perez that, Compare so 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 obviously the overtaking to turn one was probably a little bit of a a little bit of a um a negative because then you left yourself exposed to the second DRS then but um what I did see though from a lot of people that were overtaking going into turn one they were breaking later but if you went on the onboard with Perez he was breaking much earlier than most other drivers who did the overtake into turn one. So I think he actually could have taken Alonso into turn one, or if he broke later, he, he and had the confidence to control the car, he probably would have been close enough then going into the second DRS because that's what everyone else was doing. So I don't know. I still don't think the confidence there. I think he was breaking early. He was kind of, he was playing it safe, but 
at the end of the day, I don't think he has the luxury of playing it safe. I think a fourth place is a fourth place, no matter how close it is over the line. I think he needed a he needed a podium and standing up there with a trophy that left a little bit of a burning impression into Christian Horner's brain that, oh, there's the last thing he saw in Brazil was Sergio Perez holding up a trophy, not, oh, you, you are hanging out of the arse end of that Aston Martin going over the line. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, now, let me give you uh, a hypothetical here. If Sergio Perez doesn't score any points in the next two races and Lewis Hamilton comes second in the next two races, he will overtake Sergio Perez for second place in the Drivers' Championship. So... I'll be honest, I would say, given how bad the Mercedes were today, I think... (laughs) I, I, I think out of two balls of shit... (laughs) <laughs> I I I think the first one will cross the line quicker than the second one. I yeah. I think yeah yeah no I think Perez will probably still hold that second place. I think even if he was finishing fourth and fifth for the next few races, I don't I I don't know what happened to Mercedes today. Whether it was track specific or whether you know the overheating was causing issues, um I really don't know. Like but that do, do, wouldn't give me confidence that Hamilton will score outscore Perez enough to catch him by the end of the season. Mm. So he's, he, he's assured second place. If he gets podiums in the next two uh, next two races, Dave, has he done enough for you to to warrant that seat? I mean, he's oh, still second. Say, if, he, if he gets two more, two podiums, even if it's third place, if he gets two podiums for the next few races and the performance, like, don't get me wrong, as much as I'm giving him stick, it's still a great performance from him this weekend can, compared mm. to you know, in co- the context of the crap he's had, like, um, so if he gets two podiums in the next two races, I think definitely, I think, um, the, the Red Bull team will be thinking, okay, you know, maybe he has found his form. Maybe there was a little bit of a, I don't know, whatever sort of psychological issues were going on there that was causing him to lose confidence or whatever it was. But if he manages to finish convincingly on the podium in the next two races, then, yeah, I think you'd have to say um, you'd have to roll the dice with them for 2024. Mm. Um, you'd have to. Like, I mean, that's that just shows consistency that he's had a good race in Brazil, two podiums and one in Vegas, one in Abu Dhabi. Um, that shows growth. That shows sort of returning to some sort of a form. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I would say you'd have to. Hmm. And uh, Isidro, he had a nice little back and forth with the with both Mercedes today, um, showing good form there, trying to get by the, the two lads. Mercedes in good mm-hmm. form today. No, no, no. Uh, Perez was showing good form in getting by the Mercedes. <laughs> Let us past. be clear. Well, to be fair, <laughs> the smoking even, tractors. <laughs> to be fair, even the Alpine had a better performance than the Mercedes, so that's not yeah. enough to compare with Perez. But I think uh, Perez, considering that. Perez started in nine and he finished in a P4 position. I think uh, he did a very good overtake, especially over Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Although Hamilton knew that what this car was giving, but uh, yeah, I think we saw a good performance of Perez. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking of good performances, David Lando Norris today, driver of the day, clearly. Um, what, what did my... Well, okay, I've got a different opinion we'll also. The end. My that's, driver that's of the day the is different. But uh, yeah, Lando Norris, what, what did you feel about... Did, did you feel there was ever a chance he was going to catch Max? Um, his performance was just fantastic today, though, wasn't it? Um, I Yeah, at the start of the race, when he was so close to Max, I was kind of thinking, there's one of two things that's going to happen here. Well, I, I was kind of hoping he would have made that overtake. But then when, as soon as... He didn't when when that overtake didn't happen, mm. um, and he started he dropped back to like one point eight, one point nine seconds, but and then holding it around two or something like that. I was thinking, okay, maybe he's just cooling the car down. Like he was quite close to Max for quite a while, cool the car down, save the tires, and then he started dropping back more and more and more. And then that said to me, he'd absolutely burn through whatever he had to give at the very kind of open or the very um few opening laps uh so yeah i think at that stage i knew there wasn't any chance of him catching him for the rest of the race but that still i'm just fucking I, I, every time i see mercedes or sorry mclaren getting a, a podium 
I, I'm just blown away because I'm just so yeah. used to, and forget about even just McLaren at the start of the season. Like, I, I mean, I think back to when Alonso was at McLaren and, you know, that when they were that sort of black and red color um, and they were starting the, both McLaren starting at the back of the grid, like um, constantly without any clue as to how to resolve the issue. Like, um, so to see them fair, not, not just on the podium, but, there's something you can just feel there's something there in the development that they know where they're going with this to challenge Red Bull maybe for next year. Um, I think that for me is more important than anything else with uh with for for McLaren. But mm. um but as for a race with Lando though, it was after the, the battle with Max, it was fairly quiet for him, really, wasn't it? I mean Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't he was, have a lot to do. He, he was sort of in no man's land between third and first, so um yeah. That's why I'm saying I disagree with the driver of the day, but we'll get to that. Isidro, you don't think he should have got driver of the day based on that uh, that start alone, going from P6 right up to P2? No, I wouldn't give Norris driver of the day, even though he, he had a very good drive. And like they were saying, McLaren is definitely getting stronger and stronger by, by weekend. Mm. But his race was just more like Verstappen. Once they are in front, that's it. Just a more of managing the tires, taking care of the car. There was no overtakes to be done. There was no pressure from either Max in front or Alonso. So it was a quiet race for him, I have to say. Yeah, Dave, go on. Uh, and let's just remember that um, that going from uh, P6 to P2, he only had Alonso really to overtake because Leclerc wasn't on that side of the grid yeah, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so now I'm not taking that away from Lando Norris usually has a good start. He's got great reaction times anyway. So that's just me being a bit of a fucking cunt. But <laughs> oops, sorry, I shouldn't be dropping the C-bombs. <laughs> that's all right. We've gone yeah, far enough. Who, who cares anymore? Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I mean, there is there is that. He like, There was only one car on his side of the grid uh, between in between those positions. So but yeah, it was great. He was on the right side of the grid. Uh, unlike his teammate Oscar Piastri, who unfortunately got got clipped um, and damaged in his rear wing. A, a completely different day for Oscar. But uh, Dave, there was a a chance. Well, I think anyway. If I was Oscar Piastri, I would have taken this uh, taken this one for the team, where Max Verstappen was coming up behind Oscar Piastri and going to lap him. <laughs> McLaren, in the ear of Oscar, wouldn't be like just. Just jerk it to the left there as he's going by, would you? Uh, see, do you know, the funny thing with that is, had he done that, right, or not even, just just had he collided with him accidentally, there would have been flashbacks to when, um, I'm trying to think now, it was uh, Alonso when he was at Renault, wasn't it? Uh, and uh, who was his teammate? Was it, I want to say Pastor Maldonado or someone like that. And they reckon he intentionally crashed to which basically has helped fucking Alonso win the race like nice. um and it just anytime you see someone that looks like like when uh, Nico Rosberg remember in Monaco and Nico Rosberg went down the slip lane and yeah. kind of said oh he, he understeered so he had to go down the slip lane and as a result he fucking um brought out a yellow flag that stopped anyone behind him going any faster and uh then basically he got pole position like because of it. No one else could beat his time, even yeah. though they were on a faster. Set. So any incident like that, I'd say you you'd want to stay away from that. Like uh, like the plague, like you just don't want. Like if if you see him coming, you're just like I'm not holding him up at all because if I accidentally crash into him, there is conspiracy theorists gonna go absolutely bonkers with this one. But I mean, as a team, what's the worst that can happen there uh, if you're if you're caught? <laughs> Fine. If you're caught, I yeah. oh no, I'd say you'd uh no, I'd say in this day and age, I'd say if you got found out for intentionally crashing into the race leader to give your teammate who's second the race win, no, I'd I'd say the be you'd probably get a disqualification from the season or something like that, or you'd certainly get a huge like it would be financially a disaster for you, like. 
All right, Zach Brown, code words is what we need. Code words. Yeah, <laughs> he just, yeah. He just shouts blueberry down the. Uh, <laughs> the blueberry, blueberry. Okay. No, I meant red grape. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's not a possibility then. But uh, yeah, different different tale for for Oscar. Moving on, let's move on to Fernando Alonso. What a hero! He he pulls out these drives sometimes where it's just it's it's the most gripping thing to watch and his back and forth with Perez was just absolutely fantastic. Isidro, give me your breakdown of, of Fernando Alonso and uh, his battle with Sergio today. I think it was Brazil race was basically Alonso and the fight with Perez mm. and I think the, the fact that they brought back the original Aston Martin from the beginning of the season it helped to have uh, to have Alonso in the podium today, and we yeah. could see that Alonso was comfortable with the car, confident with everything, and that ended up uh, giving the basically the, the best race of uh, of Brazil was thanks to Alonso. Dave, what do you think of Alonso and and versus Perez? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much just echo everything uh, Isidro said. Uh, like it was. It was great to see. Okay, let, let me first state before I say anything about that that the battle between the two of them. It was great to see that the that they brought back or they rolled back the upgrades that they brought that was basically decimating them. Um, but my question is, surely they knew those upgrades were knackered way before now, like, and they could mm. have probably shelved them much sooner than that than than the third last race of the season. Um. So that would be my first. So I have to hit a negative before I go for the positive. <laughs> um, but the positive, uh, you know, I don't think I've celebrated a third place finish. Like, yeah. Do you know the last time I cheered like that for Formula One was when Max Verstappen won his first world title. Yeah. Um, I because because it was such a dom. You know, Mercedes had been dominating so long. It was just so amazing seeing another driver win the world title and I just I cheered so much when that happened and it was the same when Alonso overtook when I when I saw Perez overtaken I was like yeah this is just not happening I was like oh now we're into the last lap uh, and it's just not ha-. and then Alonso managed to, t- to take the place back and I was like great then we had the shit race director who decided to show us fucking yeah. <laughs> Max Verstappen moonwalking over the finish line for five minutes <laughs> um, and then we finally got to see the and I was like Oh, like it was just great because I had flashbacks of when um, Hamilton, uh, who was it he overtook on that, the last lap of the race going in. Um, oh, Jesus, I can't remember who it was. Was now, this but... last year? Uh... There was an Alpine involved in the one last year, I think. Was it Alonso also? No, no, it was. Um... Oh, I can't think of it. I can't remember who it was now, but it was it was it was Hamilton overtook. It was a kind of one of the minnow kind of teams, I think, um, was ahead and going for third place. I fucking can't think who it was. Bollocks. Um, but anyway, Hamilton overtook him anyway and took the the place, as far as I fucking recall. I'm sure someone's screaming at the fucking Spotify right now. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, so I had flashbacks of all that anyway, and I was just kind of like, oh fuck it, he's gonna nab him right on because the 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 finish line is just far enough away that DRS would be powerful enough. But, oh my God, like, I mean, that was close. That was great. Loved it. Loved it. And fair play to Perez for his part in that. It made it exciting. Still think he should have maybe, I think the, the, the third place was on for him. But uh, Alonso just, I mean, no one defends like Alonso. I mean, he's yeah. just unbelievable at it. Like, I just, I really don't, I don't think there's any driver on the current grid. And I'm trying to think of, Previously, Albon. in previous year, who? Albon. Albon's very good defending. Yeah, oh, no, I'm not I'm not saying there's not good defenders, but I just mean at the level that Alonso's at. Oh. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's just like, I, I know it's a cliche, but when they say like, oh, his car is twice as wide as anyone else's. But I mean, genuinely, it just, he seems to make it so difficult for someone to overtake him. Um, yeah, it's great. I love it. And uh, I'm hoping now that... Uh, Aston Martin stop upgrading their car so we have some more kind of close racing although um it does show as well how much the good development that McLaren did mm. has sort of passed what where uh Aston Martin were at the start of the season considering that I mean there was 
What was the, the gap between uh, Alonso and... Let me have a quick look here. 34 seconds. Between Alonso and Norris. Uh no no but yeah so no I was between Alonso and Verstappen but it was it was still oh. twenty six seconds oh, right, so, yeah, between sorry. Alonso and uh, and Norris so you know that that's that says quite a bit about how far behind Aston Martin have actually dropped but also says a lot then about say the likes of Ferrari Mercedes and and them that. Aston Martin are kind of here doing bits, getting third places with a car that's sort of similar to what they had at the start of the season. And these guys have been upgrading all season and they're still not able to beat the Aston Martin. So, um, so yeah. And you can segue to Lance Stroll now because he was part of that. He still, he also kind of bet out a lot of those. Yeah. That was just about to go on to, to Lance Stroll. Um, Cedro, give me a, a breakdown of his weekend. He's, he was very successful, wasn't he? He was very happy. I mm. think the it was the best weekend for him in the at least for this season. And yeah. I don't think he pushed anyone this weekend. <laughs> didn't didn't need to. I mean, after he finished or crash any the, bikes. the qualification <laughs> in third place, thanks to that big dark cloud. Yeah, he knew that uh, his weekend was won, regardless of what happened next day. Mm. And fortunately, uh, it did a, a good race. I have to say. Yeah. They got if he did this uh this drive the the past nineteen races, maybe Aston Martin would be in uh, in a better place. But today I think he he helped and the the team overall. He yeah. crashed the car, got points, uh, P five I think. Yeah, P five. Yeah. And he and he only finished six seconds behind Alonso. So, I mean, it shows that he's still kind of keeping pace with his teammate when they're both kind of on form. So, um, I think, yeah, I, I mean, I think, they, have they already confirmed that he's staying for next season? I'm pretty sure they have. Um, I, I I didn't really... I wouldn't imagine that he's allowed to leave at, at this stage. I'd say he's set there until Daddy leaves as well. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm pretty sure he's there next season. But, I mean, I... I... <laughs> Yeah, it's it was it was good. We'll see. Well, we'll see now what the next two races bring. I mean, Vegas is going to be a huge unknown for every everyone. So as uh, I think Ocon or, or not Ocon, um, who was it being interviewed? Uh, Gasly or someone being interviewed after the race, kind of saying what they thought about uh, Las Vegas. And he says the only experience I have on it so far is what I played on the F one game. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, let's let's move away from from uh, Mr. Stroll. I I even when he's doing well, I don't like talking about him. Um, Carla Sainz uh, bringing up uh, the next place uh, in P six, somewhat uh, muted race. I only really noticed him as he was going by the again the the Mercedes. Um, Dave, can you give me a rundown on on Carla Sainz uh, race today? Uh, I think you might as well just bundle. The Ferraris into one conversation because, yeah, they they just had mechanical issues. They had the the performance wasn't there. They just nothing was going right for them. Um, uh, yeah, they were just they were just off the pace. Uh, even though I know signs looked like at one stage you were looking at it going, you know, when he was overtaking the Mercedes and stuff like that, and you're like, oh yeah, he's starting to move. But I mean, it was just the Mercedes dropping back more so than anything else. Yeah. So, yeah. um. Now he was complaining that they're, they're putting a lot of emphasis on the fact that he was complaining about his clutch pedal, um, or his clutch paddle, should I say? Um, mm. and then he had issues with uh downshifting, yeah. but I, he said, well, he, he said on the team radio that he it wasn't downshifting at all, which yeah, that's not the case because if it wasn't downshifting at all, it means he's driving around the whole track in eighth gear, yeah. um. <laughs> like you're not getting around there in the times that he was doing. So it had to have yeah. been going down. So I think it was just maybe something else going on. But then obviously Leclerc, uh, like I thought when I thought, saw the thing with Leclerc, I thought it was his issue. Like, but it turns out again, just another mechanical issue for the Ferrari. So um, <clears throat> yeah, bad, bad weekend for them. And we're actually just bundling in Alfa Romeo as well. They're also Ferrari parts. And I'd be curious to see, whether any of the issues that they were having uh, were similar or in any way related to Ferrari's uh, mechanical issues. Mm. We're next season, Alfa Romeo are no more, are they? Is it that, yeah, that's I think gone now? Yeah, it's going to be Sauber. I think the sponsorship deal ends at the end of the season. So I think for until 2026, it's going to be just Sauber, I think. 
So yeah, we're, real, we're gonna... real shitty way to end that uh, that Alfa Romeo deal, isn't it? Yeah, and it's gonna be shit seeing. Like, do you remember Sauber? The 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 colors that that blue and yeah, like it was like mm-hmm. um, it was like fucking if little put a fucking car out in that <laughs> in in that fucking special offers aisle. Yeah. Um, it's just, <laughs> it was, it's just like it was just like a bland, generic, you know, <laughs> waiting for some sponsorship to be stuck on a car, and it was just it was awful. Like, so mm. I'm hoping they maybe just spruce it up. Someone you know, throws an old fucking design at it for the next kind of two seasons while we wait for Audi to come in. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I hear some sort of rumors about Audi actually pulling out. I don't know if that was that was confirmed or anything, but I, I saw that the other day that there is really? there is some issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might maybe want to want to Google that just in case I'm absolutely talking out my arse. Um, Isidro, we'll we'll get on to the, probably the the biggest part of the start of the race. Obviously, was the uh, the turn one crash. Now. Who who do you pin this one on? Albon was involved, K Mag was involved, and who was the other side of of K Mag? Actually, I know he got boxed in. Hulkenberg. Was it Hulkenberg? It was another Haas. You, yeah, he was able to to get out without any issue. It was, but both I don't houses. blame anyone. Uh, for different cameras, from Albon's perspective, Magnussen's perspective, everyone uh, in front, all the cameras. I wouldn't blame anyone to just genuine uh, incident from the race mm-hmm. and like the Ocon Alonso that was clear uh, clear uh, finger point at Ocon yeah of course. in the in the turn one incident I think there was no one fault it was just just well it happened pretty much just a a, a racing incident really isn't it yeah um, and I see for everyone I see an article go on yes go on um, Ricardo that got hit by by the tire and that affect the AlphaTauri performance. Mm. Yeah, Piastri coming off that off that uh, turn one incident pretty badly as well, yeah. dropping way back. Um, but I see an article there on breakingnews.ie. <laughs> um, Daniel Ricardo escapes injury after car struck by flying tire in Brazilian GP. Oh, that going... was a little dramatic. Yeah, I mean, it, it said that it's narrowly flying over the top of Ricardo's head, but I mean, all of the cars have halos. Nothing's really gonna gonna. No, yeah, that him. was that was dramatic. Like it was a, it was a, yeah, it was a squashed tire. Don't get me wrong, if it hits you full in the face at flat out speed, like it's gonna hurt. Yeah, but I mean, the halos there now, like let's. Nothing's getting in there, right? Philip Duncan, um, the correspondent for Breaking News Daddy, put it back in your pants, man. Um, uh, and just before we. Yeah, go go any further. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, no. Since uh, there's been some sort of change in the CEO, um, or uh, yeah, in the management board and stuff like that at Audi, they're sort of uh, reassessing their position with the Cyber team for 2026. Uh oh. So we could have Cyber yeah. beyond 2026, perhaps. Yeah, no. They're saying that they're they're not sure now whether like they're saying Cyber's being very coy on whether they're going to run a Cyber Cyber for the next two years, assuming Audi's coming in twenty twenty six, or if there's going to be a new naming deal with someone for the next two years. So you never know. Fingers crossed. It could be the little fucking. <laughs> it could it could be the little racing team or something like that. Oh, they should do that. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, that's gonna be interesting to see. Do you and, remember and... do you remember oh. when Little brought out the, the clothing range? No. <laughs> do you not remember that? Oh, hang on a second. No. Google the little clothing here. I know people can't see what we're doing here. Little, little clothing. <laughs> uh oh, Jesus. I'm trying to get the sponsorship from Lidl for next season. What's that? When they have a little sponsorship for next season. Yeah, like if they were the naming team, right? And then, uh, yes, <laughs> just looking at the little clothes. Like they, they brought out these, uh, like the runners and the socks and stuff. It was just basically the little colors, like the the yellow, blue, and red. But like the lads all dressed up in 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 them in the race suits. They'll look like fucking little Lego brick men, like or something. <laughs> fucking it, brilliant. Is there a possibility now with um with the Audi deal? Uh, somewhat on the fence that Andretti could step in and and take that, or do they want to just? No, come I don't in think because I don't think Sauber, Andretti wants their own team. Like, right, um, okay. uh, so I don't think Sauber are interested in selling their um their their um their franchise. Like, so uh, I think Sauber still want to retain 
that and just have a naming partner or share or sell a stake in the, the franchise. I don't think they're looking. I think Andretti wants a full 100% ownership. Uh, although they're saying that, they're, they're partnering with uh, Cadillac or something, aren't they? Or Gen- General Motors, sorry, not Cadillac. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, I don't if, know what's going to happen there. If the Audi deal goes off as well, it, it puts that whole Sebastian Vettel coming back to F1 thing in, in, in doubt also, doesn't it? Oh, I think he's going to be in doubt anyway, like because he's only going to come back, and everyone's going to compare him to how well Alonso's doing at the moment. So, yeah, if, true. If yeah. Sebastian Vettel comes back and he's at the back of the grid all the time, it'd be a sad end to a legend, wouldn't it? Right. Uh, let's get on to more sad ends. Um, Mercedes today were <laughs> <Fucking> absolutely, <bad> <laughs> absolutely woeful. Um, I think George Russell spent most of the day whinging down the radio. Um and Hamilton didn't have a good day of it either. Uh, Dave, give me give me your take on Mercedes. Go. Do you know? I have to say, I agreed with George Russell at the set. Don't get me wrong; they fucking Boo. tanked. Just absolutely fucking shit the bed towards the end. But I agreed with him. Yeah, I'm not. Look, you know me. I'm not a huge George Russell fan. I think he's a great driver, but I think he's a bit of a pillock. But um, yeah. I in terms of what was going on at the start of the race and or the first sort of half of the race. I agreed with him. I was like, what are Mercedes doing? Like, he was clearly faster than him on both stints. Uh, sorry, faster than Hamilton. And at the, on the first stint at the start, they were say, he was saying, uh, I'll play the team game and I won't overtake Hamilton. And you were like, okay, fine. It's early days yet. Let's see how the race pans out. It's clear Hamil- he was quicker than Hamilton already at that stage. Hamilton's dropping off. The race commentators, look, I know there's a lot of Formula One fans out there that scream at Sky being fucking Lewis Hamilton bias and stuff like that. Um, I tend not to agree with that. But today, I was like, I, I, I kind of, I saw a little bit of it. They were like, oh, Hamilton's just managing his tires, just managing, you know, but, you know it's not that uh, George is quicker than him. He's just managing his tires. And I'm like, what fucking race are you watching? Like, because yeah. I see him dropping back from four seconds to six seconds behind, I think it was Alonso that was in front of him at that time. And George Russell was right on his hoop the whole time. So <laughs> it was clear that George Russell was faster. And then on the second stint, he was he was faster again. And okay, I think he maybe I don't know whether there was any uh, orders not to attack or or to try and overtake, but obviously there was ran the risk of taking them both out. But he was right behind him. All he was doing was burning up tires, bur- overheating his car, which was causing issues, and he had brake issues at the start anyway. Um, so yeah, I I mean look before obviously the second half of the race they completely tanked it. But I have to say I I agreed with George Russell at the start. I think he was being held back behind Hamilton at their own, uh, at, at their own, the cost to themselves. Oh, and then they decided to go for the early pit stop uh, mm. for the medium tires when the soft tires were still pumping in faster laps than the mediums did. And then wondered why they were coming out, out of position. And you're like, Oh Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, it was like fucking Ferrari had just stepped in to run the show for the day. Yeah. Um, it was just so unlike Mercedes. I know they didn't have the power. The cars were a bit shit today. But the decision-making as a team was woeful. And it's not the first time this season that's happened either. Like, Yeah. Um, t- uh, Toto talking, I think, in, in qualifying, maybe just saying that the setup seemed to be just all wrong and they had some tweaking to do and um, they didn't feel that, you know, just the turn of a, of a wrench or something wouldn't fix it. It's something that they just couldn't fix, apparently. Throw a wrench at it, maybe. Isidro, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, obviously a lot of stuff that Mercedes could have done differently this weekend. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, but I could see the reason why they didn't want Judge Russell to overtake Hamilton because Hamilton is the only one fighting for the second place, and considering that Perez was got more points on the sprint, and Hamilton was in need of points, so I could see the reason why they preferred to have Hamilton to score more points than George Russell. Mm. But yeah. then, as we saw in the race, every both Mercedes start dropping and dropping. At one point, I thought that Hamilton would be out of top ten. I think Sky would have lost their mind if that would happen. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's only managing managing tires for the next race. <laughs> for the next race, um, yeah, they're putting all their eggs in the in the Hamilton basket, aren't they? Yeah, uh, but it's uh, it's a bit late. I, I don't see Hamilton getting the. I see Hamilton more concerned keeping the third place. 
yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's keeping Alonso away uh, from him really. For a second. Yeah, um, I don't think there's there's much of a chance really of Alonso catching him. There's what thirty something points to play for. 20, uh, 226 Alonso or Hamilton's on and uh, Alonso's on 198. Um, I think the big players there are from Alonso down to Sainz. I think that's the only real game to play is for, for fourth place in the Drivers' Championship at the moment. They're all on similar points. Sainz is on 192, Norris 195, and then Alonso 198. So that's where the where most of the action is probably going to happen it's, over the next it's two. It's really between Norris and Alonso. Let's let's not kid ourselves here. Those Ferraris are not going to... Well, they could surprise you. You never know. It's for, it's like Ferrari to come back and have just something random go right. Yeah, it's true. And they, and they locked out the front the, the front row of the grid with, two, and with one, two, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they're just so inconsistent. It's unbelievable. So I think yeah. that's, yeah, that's where all the play is. I think Hamilton's safe enough. I think Perez is probably safe enough as well, isn't he? Um, right, anything else to, to cover today, lads, before we move on? Honourable mentions. Any honourable mentions? Because... Don't want to, but Yuki Tsunoda, I pff, hate the guy, but he, he had a good race he today. He finished 90, got some points. Uh Gasly's no, up there we, as I, well. I, I think we've hit everything. And, and uh, yeah, we've hit everything. Yeah, there's nothing really else to, to talk about there. Um, shall we move on, Dave? Oh, yeah, where are we moving on to now? Oh, yeah, we'll have a quick fucking check-in here on the, the fancy. Um, yeah. Let me just see if the, they've updated. I know they haven't updated what I'm talking about, but we'll see. What about <laughs> the biggest loser of the day? What? The biggest loser of the day. Oh, shit, oh. yeah, we've got our loser. Hang on a second. We've got the driver of the day and our loser of the day. All yeah, right. They're coming up. They're coming up. Oh, are we, are, no, we'd usually do that before the, the fantasy. Look at this. We don't even know our own fucking format. I don't think so. <laughs> I think we do the fantasy first and then that, no? No, no, no. We wrap up the, the, the race review with the, the loser of the day and the fucking driver of the day. Okay, go for it, Dave. Go on. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's Alonso for me as driver of the day, and those people who picked Lando Norris are fucking wrong. Oh. <laughs> the difference between Norris and Alonso is just... Uh... 2.6 percent yeah but that's because everybody vote i i and i think um f1 should stop putting the the vote for the race out so early i think they should literally be leaving yeah. it till the la like the last two rate laps or something like that because and and just have everyone cram in to vote for the last two laps or something because putting it out with what eight laps to go 10 laps to go like i mean that battle with Perez was only just getting started and we were all looking at going there's no way he's keeping that Red Bull behind him with the two DRS zones for the mm. next 10 laps or 12 laps however long he had and yet people had already voted oh Lando Norris drive of the day how he didn't mm. manage to overtake Verstappen he stayed in second place and then was in no man's land for the whole race between first and third like mm. how does that warrant driver of the day it's just like a, a, a like I like Lando Norris he's a great driver but that was just pure bandwagon fucking voting like Alonso yeah. clearly got driver of the day end of discussion thank you let's move on to I, I think I'm yeah I think I'm yeah 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 but isn't it interesting how Max Verstappen is so Verstappen Max Verstappen is so dominant he had a perfect race today and no one even considers him for driver of the day no, no one gives a shit <laughs> he's just too good now it's like someone the, playing on fucking amateur mode the on guy could have the guy could have won Joe you know, he could have on the last lap reversed around the grid around the track <laughs> and crossed the line and still wouldn't give him the drive of the day for yeah ridiculous isn't it um yeah alonso's mine isidro alonso's yours yeah mine too just a correction the difference between norris and alonso is just 1.4 percent 1.4 so okay. like they were saying if they kept the the vote just the last lap or something oh it would have been clearly sure alonso just clear this but yeah, yeah. alonso is clearly the drive of the day it was just a bunch of fucking kitty F1 fans hopped up on sugar, just couldn't wait to vote. As soon as, <laughs> the, as, soon as voting was over or, or open, it was just like, oh, I don't give a shit about the rest of the race. I don't care how that's going to go. I'm just voting for Lando Norris. It's like, <laughs> all right, put the fucking Mars bar down and just wait until the race gets closer to the conclusion. <laughs> um, yeah, Dave, what's the loser of the day? Go on. Oh, uh... so many. <laughs> so there's a lot to pick from. Um, I mean, I'll give it to. Okay, I'm gonna go with Alex Albon. There's a lot that could. All right, uh, um, I think I'm gonna because I, I could easily have given it to Charles Leclerc because it was embarrassing that he went out. But it wasn't yeah. his fault. It was a mechanical failure. And had he not gone out there, 
he probably wouldn't have really come anywhere in the race anyway, judging by how we saw the performance from Carlos Sainz and the other Ferrari. Alex Albon, on the other hand, he had a great start, was bombing up on the right-hand side, and then just got clipped by Hulkenberg, who uh, it wasn't his fault, obviously. I think Azidra was talking about that earlier. He, he just got sandwiched, and and as a result, uh, the collision happened. So, yeah, I think uh, Albon possibly could have come out of that race with a few points um, and had more to to offer, I think. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go Albon, my loser of the day. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go for Oscar Piastri, I think. For similar enough reason, I think he, he was coming Oh, yeah, up he from, just got collected. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I forgot about Piastri, yeah. Right. Um, same sort of idea, but he, he had to trundle around then for the rest of the race, just kind of tipping around, um, giving people DRS. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Oscar Piastri, I think. I'm going with, uh, well, it's a lot, but I'll say Mercedes. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Very well, and they end up just well, one retired and one barely getting points. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think like I said, there was so many you could give it to. Like <laughs> it was just, it was just, it was, there was a lot of crap being thrown around on, on that track. Yeah, yeah. We had fourteen cars finish the race today. Ridiculous. And some of them didn't deserve to finish the race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Dave. All right. Are we move moving on. All right, let me have a check here. I see a calculating thing here still popping up on the, the fancy, but we'll call out where we're all at at the moment. Uh, so judging by, I think we're still going off the uh, results from just the sprint race. Um, Zanetta Team 1 is now number one. Uh, Russell My Feather, number two. RRM Team 1, number three. Um, so that's the top three. I'm still in fifth. My missus is still in seventh. You boys are Isidro seventeenth, and Scotty, you are twenty second. Lovely. And twenty two. Twenty two, yeah. Lovely. <laughs> and you know, I have to say, like, um, uh, so whoever Team Trek is, like, you're you're gonna hate me for fucking singling you out, but you were top of the league for ages. Now you're yeah. down in fourteenth. What the hell happened? <laughs> maybe maybe hold off on that. Something disastrous could have happened in that person's life. <laughs> he must have, just... he must have he must have borrowed the Aston Martin upgrades. What must have happened? Uh, he couldn't pay his bills and lost his internet, so he can't actually do anything yeah. on his phone. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, uh, get in okay. contact, Team Trek, uh, if you can. Yeah, let, let us know you're okay. You're still yeah, safe. we hope you're safe and you haven't been kidnapped. Um, that would be horrible. You're in yeah. the boot of a car it's, trying it's to do a, your F1 fantasy team. It's actually like Luis Diaz's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Frantically uh, trying to get signal in the jungle somewhere <laughs> to do his F1 team. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Well, that's enough to piss off a few of our listeners. So let's move on. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, all right. Uh, okay. So uh, prediction game. Um, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, all right. So I had Verstappen P1, uh, of course. Why wouldn't I? Uh, Hamilton P2, which at the start of the race I thought was going to happen. And I had Norris P3, which unfortunately did not happen for me. Uh, I am currently scrolling, but I think I had Verstappen P1. You did? I had maybe... I had someone P2 who was it? Yeah, Hamilton. Hamilton P2. Um, Hamilton, and I had Norris P3, I think. No, I? you did not. You had Leclerc P3. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. What a dick. Yep. <laughs> Hang on. You think that was bad? Wait till you hear his Edros. All right, go. Yeah. <laughs> I had Russell. Oh, look at that. <laughs> First, and then Hamilton second, and Russell third. That is, oh, that is absolutely fantastic. You said this disappoint me. Mm. <laughs> they did indeed. Okay, so... My um, okay, sorry. My flop was Russell outside the top so ten. Close. How close was that to happening? Yeah, like, it was pretty close. Yeah, and I was kind of like, and then the the retirement. But I thought, oh, just maybe they'll just fucking keep limping that car around to the end, and he just <laughs> pony up at the back of the grid somewhere. Mm -hmm. No, all right, goose egg. No dice. All right. Um, my one was Ricardo outside the top ten, which yeah. definitely did happen. He was close to being uh, being a retirement, but he, he was, kept on yeah. going. I was disappointed because I I remembered that you had Ricardo outside the top ten, and when I saw the the 
I thought first I thought it was going to be a DNF, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah, enough yeah. to fucking <laughs> wipe off your points. Then he was getting the car back out, and I thought, okay, at least he, if it's a standing start, he'll start from the back of the grid, so there's still a chance he'll fight his way back up. And then I realized they had to start from the pit, and even worse, because they didn't follow One the safe, poxy safety car, they finished a lap behind, or they started a lap behind <laughs> everyone else. Yeah, um, ridiculous. Uh, and uh, Isidro? Yastri, DNF. That was close. So I say you are praying to the wing gods <laughs> that that rear wing yeah. wasn't getting yeah. fixed. Just take him out of misery. <laughs> All right. Uh, my surprise, Alonso top ten was a surprise because I didn't realize removing the upgrades was going to work quite so well. <laughs> yeah. So that's a one point for me. Uh, Scotty. Yes. Lucky Scotty. Yes. <laughs> my one was Gasly inside the top ten, which did also happen. <laughs> oh yeah. I, but I, I'll be honest. As that, as much as a surprise that was, Isidro bring yes, on the no, big guns. Top ten. Sonoda, top ten, <laughs> unbelievable. All right, well, it doesn't take a math genius to realize that Scotty won this week. So no. yeah. the table's here. Oh yeah, Isidro. Isidro, you yes, are now Cedro. joint second with Scotty. <laughs> this you... is uh, or joint last, whichever way you read. <laughs> yeah, I first see that third. Yeah, that the last few weeks now I've been climbing back up, Isidro. You've been falling way behind, buddy. I mean, yeah. if we go alphabetical order, you're still last, Scotty, but <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing that. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, this is this is we've only got two races left of the season, and it's Take eleven up. points to me and ten for you and Scotty. This is this like this is much closer than last season. I don't know what yeah. we finished on last season, but it was nowhere near as close as this. No, no. All right, so uh, all right, so that's all good. So, all right, let me. Uh, oh, I've prepared no uh, predictions for Las Vegas, and um, so wait a minute. If Dave gets so, another point next uh, race in Vegas, that's it. Wins. I win. He's won. Yeah. So, but I haven't. Big. I haven't got a point in what? But two or three races was it? Uh, I think me and you both got one last week. Yeah, yeah, we tied, but I don't think I've ever. Got, I haven't got an outright win in a while oh, now. Not in a while. No, I've been going for big air for the crack, and now it's fucking backfiring on me big time. Oh, it's, it's knuckle down time. We've only got two left, and I haven't prepared in for Las Vegas. Like this could Beautiful. be a long end to the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I, as as much as you can prepare for Vegas, I don't think there's anything you can do here. Everything's big air. I it really is like. Um, I mean, I. Just, I mean, I have to go for Stappen. I mean, it's I, I, I don't yeah. want to. I want to go with someone else just for the fucking sheer crack. But I mean, it's too close now at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, for Stappen P one, I'm going to go with Perez. With all <laughs> I mean, I, 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 how do you, how do you not go with the second. same the same top three that finished today? Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't the, I mean it's going to be a lot colder than so so. The likes of the Ferraris, the Mercedes, and stuff like that, like they will probably do better in with the weather conditions anyway. The temperatures of in Las Vegas than they did in Brazil. Um, oh Jesus! All right, I'm gonna go Norris P2. I mean, he's just fucking on fire, that man. Yeah. Um, and P3, do I go with Alonso or do I go with Perez? Go with Paris. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm 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 rooting for him to fucking. He, he's he's just fucking dead and buried. Um, oh, who am I? God, I, I, do you know I'm 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 gonna go madness. I'm gonna go madness. I fucking I'm gonna regret it. I'm gonna Hamilton P three. Oh, I just I I think there. I, I yeah. I just think. Oh, do I want to do that? <laughs> yeah, go on, do it. Yeah, go on, go on, go on. I see Hamilton there. Yeah, it's written in. It's written in. Yeah, all right. Lock it in. Fuck it. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll just hang on. I'll just put for Stappen, will I, for everybody's P1? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let me update this fucking uh, document quicker than... (laughs) Well, actually, maybe maybe, maybe he won't be for Cedro, but yeah, mine is Verstappen uh, P1. I'm going to go Perez P2 because Perez loves a street circuit, and I'm going to go Lando P3 because he loves playing computer games, and I guarantee you he's played this track over over and over. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I had the same as Scotty, but now I have to change. You don't have to. You can go for it, but I mean, it's going to mean you are tied if that's what it comes down to. I'm going to put Verstappen, uh, Norris, and Albons. 
Verstappen, Norris, and Albon. Did Almost. you say Albon? Oh, oh yeah, Lanza. I thought you said Albon as well. Yeah. Albon's just a Spanish accent, can't understand. Yeah. <laughs> assuming that Aston Martin stays quiet and doesn't touch the car. Yeah, okay, I like that. Yeah, Alonso. I mean, like I said, yeah, I would have yeah. gone with that. I just, I just, I just want to go for, be something different. Uh, all right, yeah, it's, it's a good my, time of the year to be doing that, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit of a dicey <laughs> one. Um, my flop is going to be. <laughs> all right, now we're all going to be dicks about this. Yeah, I, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Both uh, of mine are dick moves. <laughs> so, all right, I'm pulling out my fucking my mega dick move. <laughs> I'm going with uh, Yuki Sonoda outside the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that's where you're going. Um, I'm going to go for my flop. Uh, la- uh stroll outside the top ten. Oh, that's a that's a risky one. I think. Now Stroll is just shit. I'm going for a Stroll outside. Don't top forget 10. outside top ten, not DNF. Yeah, I yeah, just, yeah, I'd no. have, I'd have said you've more chance of it. Uh, no, you, you no, no, it's, it's said, locked in. Outside, it's locked in. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm there. <laughs> I, I would have gone for a, yeah DNF over an outside top ten with the way that Aston Martin performed today. But anyway, Isidro, uh, who's your flop? My flop is that in my notes. To know the outside top ten. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. Share those points, boys. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's gonna have the same i know they're all gonna have the same surprises <laughs> and now hang on a second like the surprise is like you can't pick a dnf and go no 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 i don't think anyone's picking a dnf everyone's um, everyone's going for the same one let's yeah. just put it all in <laughs> the good old friend yeah oh i'm not going for the good old friend no i know, I I know what uh, he's going with piastri inside the top 10 yeah me too yeah that's exactly what i was gonna go with and i was looking to see whether there was something else that would be um, is that who you're going for, Cedra? No, my good oh. friend Albon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you said my Albon good friend, could be yeah. a good one though as well, like a street circuit. Um, I I don't know, like is it a high downforce or low downforce track? It must be a low downforce tra- track, would it be, or a medium mm. downforce track because it's there's a lot of lot of straights and stuff, isn't there? I, I'm not Wait, actually. Well, yeah, that's what? why I think the Williams are going to be good for that big straights. Yeah, I that that's why I thought maybe the yeah I think the Williams is probably not a bad shout for a top ten finish, but probably not as nailed on as I think Piastri, short of a shit show happening in qualifying. Um, can can I just bring something up briefly? Well, um, the rules do say, do they not, that it has to be someone that doesn't count a DNF. Albon's last finish was inside the top ten. He finished P nine in. Uh, in Mexico. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Well, so we need I to just review the through... points because I just... what? Well, last well, I need to review the points from last week because let's see what was uh was Mexico. Mexico hmm. Albon finished ninth, yeah. Yeah. We've we've thumbed through the rule book. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you can't, you can't have, have Albon. But anyway, no. it's not your turn yet. Anyway, I'm going Piastri, Piastri top 10. Um, and Scotty, you are also going with Piastri. Yeah. Top 10. So, oh, geez, it all comes down really to the, we're all fairly similar. Yeah. It's that top three, I think, that's going to do it. Yeah. Let me just, uh, hmm. make something up very quickly. Yeah. Because my, my no, wait, hang on is... a second, hang on a second. The, he, wait, hang on, sorry. We fucking, I, I got carried away with a Scott, with Scotty's fucking there. Uh, Albon, oh yeah, sorry, Albon DNF today, of yeah, course. DNF That's why, yeah, count. the last points finish was in Mexico. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah. we can't have that, yeah. You can only, you can, you can only go, you can only go off his, his last finish and he the, didn't finish. Where he finished, Brazil. yeah, yeah. Unless you oh. uh, now we we don't have any uh, guidelines in place for the uh, sprint races, but our predictions are for the Grand Prix, not the sprint. So, yeah, let's let's make that a rule now. <laughs> <laughs> Just <to> suffer, <laughs> let's see if we can f- remember that rule next week. Where are we going Just... with Isidro? You don't have many options there outside the top ten. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Join us on the Piastri bench. <laughs> well, the, the thing is. Yastri doesn't know. He it was the first time in Brazil because he doesn't know the track. But it's everybody's first, first time, time in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, but uh, uh, he doesn't seem to do good in tracks. He doesn't know. 
That's what I'm saying. Is that not but every yeah, track? He has to top uh, 10. Is that not every track for Piastri, no? Well, he would have had experience with the F2 and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Series. Who are we going Piastri, with? top 10. Yeah. <laughs> After the, all the, the big drama yeah. and the big delay, <laughs> he gone with the same as us. All right, Piastri. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dragging a child through the supermarket for god's sake eventually they're going to pick up that pack of crisps yeah um, <laughs> all right fiastri top 10 all right that was good all right. all right guys i think that's uh that's us for for this week uh we will be back next week uh no we won't be back next week thank you scotty for sticking those two fingers up at me and um, we will be <laughs> back in two weeks time for the las vegas grand prix i can't wait actually before we go is everyone like I like I, I I was hyped about the Miami Grand Prix and then it turned out to be shit. But I'm really fucking buzzing now for this fucking Las Vegas one. I want yeah. to see like it's it's got to be a spectacle, surely. So you're the going only, to be awake. Yeah, the only issue with it is that kickoff time is six a.m. I don't know. Like I'm a fucking. I'm thinking I'm awake most days at six a.m. anyway. So just all I have to do is roll over and turn on the TV in the bedroom. Like you know, <laughs> I don't think it's that much of a drama to expect me to see it. Like. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I have to say, yeah. Yeah, I can't I, wait. I'm, I'm going to get up early and watch it, I think. Yeah, well, I'll be uh, I'll be messaging the F1 group, and probably the only response I'm going to get is from your brother. <laughs> He's <laughs> yes, probably going to yes, be the only yes. one awake to watch it. Um, right, okay, guys, that's it. Right, back in two weeks for Las Vegas. Hope everyone's excited. We shall see you then. Click.